the words you use to describe your company, your team, your culture, your customers, your products and services, your mission, those things really reveal a lot about your brand. So choose those carefully. This is really your chance to craft memorable, evocative messages that don't go over your customers' heads, but stick with them for the long haul. As business owners, we want our customers to pay attention to us, to our businesses, our offers, our vision. We want them to remember who we are, to feel connected and invested in what we're doing for them. We want them to understand and find meaning in our messages and to take action on them. We want them to care because if customers don't care, why would they convert? But let's get real. It's getting harder and harder to earn the attention, trust, and business of our ideal customers. Why? Because they get thousands and thousands of marketing signals thrown at them every day. You know, it's happening to you too. Just getting noticed, let alone forming a lasting connection, feels like winning a lottery. Unless that is, we can find a way to stand out. And luckily, it's still very much doable, even with all that overwhelming noise. Here's why. Most companies competing for your customer's attention sound exactly the same. They never bothered with developing a distinctive, memorable brand voice that compels people to stop and take notice. But guess what? This is your lucky day. You are going to learn just how to do that because today's episode, I'm going to show you how. We're going to learn the three ingredients of a powerful brand voice. For starters, you may be wondering, what does it even mean to have an effective brand voice? That's a great question. In my experience, your brand voice needs to meet three criteria. One, it has to be memorable and distinctive, so you don't just sound like your competitors. Two, it has to align with your target customer's language and understanding of themselves. And three, it needs to stay consistent with your company's unique personality and values. And that's it. And really, it's just two criteria because if you put in the work to nail number two and number three, you will inevitably craft a brand voice that's uniquely yours and no one else's. So that's what I'm going to focus on today. I'm going to share with you two strategies for developing a brand voice that makes you stand out from everyone else in your industry, that builds authentic relationships with your ideal customers, and captures the essence of what makes your business awesome. And at the end, I'm going to point you to a resource that just might help you create your most valuable business asset, a cohesive conversion boosting messaging strategy. Sound good? All right, let's get started. Step one, research how your customers talk. Each group of people has their own distinctive language, specific words and phrases they use to describe themselves or their problems, their goals, their desires, and really the world at large. For example, if you look at Fortune 500 CEOs, they talk differently than a pro skateboarder or vegan moms or IT professionals. They all have a different language and way of speaking. Tapping into that language and using it to communicate with your target customers is really the most important thing you can do to make your marketing and sales more effective. If you do this right, your target audience is going to instantly feel like you get them. They're going to also 
understand what you're trying to communicate and they're going to like and trust you a whole lot more. And why wouldn't they? You're speaking their language, literally. Now, let me show you three strategies that you can use to find highly effective words and phrases that will resonate with your customers on a deep level. Comb through your customer communications. So every online interaction you have with your audience on social media, on emails, it's messaging goldmine. So use it. I recommend that you go through all of your customer facing communications and write down any specific word or phrase your target customers use to describe themselves or their problems, their fears, their objections, and their goals. And the next thing is to interview your customers one-on-one. This is something you can do in person. You can do over the phone. And when I say in person today, it's probably on Zoom or Skype, whatever works for you, but keep it short. You can do this in 15 to 30 minutes. That's more than enough to learn this and ask them about their current situation. What objections and what challenges are they facing? Where would they want to be? What are their ultimate goals? And how has your product or service impacted their life in expected and maybe even unexpected ways? And be very careful to document what they tell you. Again, what words and phrases are they using? So even if you use surveys or feedback forms, still do the interviews because there's so much value in hearing how somebody speaks to you with their, with their words and their voice rather than just writing something down. Both are going to be really valuable though. And when you talk things out with customers in real time, they give you tons of spontaneous insights and quotes that a lot of times just don't show up in written answers. Also observe how your audience talks online. So if you're going to Twitter or Facebook groups, or even looking at reviews like Amazon reviews, there's so many places that your customers will go to, to ask for help. Sometimes it's online forums, they share their experiences, and sometimes they're just venting really look at the words and the language they're using. Once again, listen to how they talk about their identity, their problems, their concerns. Now, these communications aren't directed at your brand. They're directed at other people. So don't expect everything you find to be useful. What you're looking for is how they communicate with each other, because those are the things that you want to tap into. This research is seriously is, is so worth doing because This is where your customers are going to be more direct and transparent and unfiltered. They're they're going to be honest and authentic because they're speaking with like-minded people. And you'll be able to see snippets of language that you probably wouldn't have gotten otherwise. There's a marketing saying that goes, the best marketing copy is sitting in your customer's mind. And it's 100% true. You know exactly how to get those high converting messages out of your audience's heads and into your marketing by going into these conversations, entering those conversations. What's already going on in there? I've been talking with you a lot about the importance of having a great elevator pitch. And as you've probably heard on Amy Porterfield's podcast, an elevator pitch is super important because it's a single statement that clarifies the unique value you bring to your customers. And it almost compels prospects to do business with you on the spot. 
you already know that you can have the team at the draw shop create your pitch for you, but maybe you'd prefer I give you all the tools you need to create your own. Well, that's exactly what I did. So here's what I have for you. I put together a special package, a veritable DIY elevator pitch toolkit that combines everything you need to not only create your own awesome elevator pitch, but even the super cool graphics you can use to help you tell the story just like we do at the draw shop. And the really good news, because you're doing it yourself with the tools we supply, it'll cost you about 90% less than having us do it for you. Head over to thedrawshop.com forward slash toolkit. And this is important. Make sure you scroll down to the bottom of the page and check out the four free bonuses you're getting, including that collection I just mentioned of a one of a kind graphics designed by our artists that you can use in your very own elevator pitch. I really think this could be the perfect solution if you understand the value and importance of having an elevator pitch, but prefer to be a little bit more hands-on with it. And don't forget, scroll down to see the free bonuses at thedrawshop.com forward slash toolkit. I hope this helps. Okay, back to the episode. The next step is building your brand vocabulary. So reflecting your customer's language back at them is a super, super highly effective strategy, but it's not going to meet hundred percent of your messaging goals and objectives. You still need your own. You still need your own independent vocabulary for communicating with customers. One that conveys exactly what you want to say and how you want to say it. So to do this, you can start by defining these key components that I'm going to give you right now. One of those is your tone, or in other words, it's the mood or the vibe you want to express when communicating your messages. Usually the right tone of voice lies somewhere in that sweet spot between how you want your brand to be perceived and how your customers expect to be talked to. There's not, there's not really a one size fits all recipe here. Some audiences dig a formal tone, tone of voice. Others like a more laid back and chill style and still others are comfortable with the off the wall, goofy shenanigans. Like we are sometimes a good way to zero in on your brand's tone of voice is to forget the formal versus goofy separation completely. And instead ask yourself, what kind of emotion do you want to convey to your customers. So a way that we do this is to come up with three to five adjectives that capture the mood you're going for. So for example, uplifting, fierce, irreverent. Those are three adjectives that we'll use for our brand. And sometimes it's kind, laid back, and supportive. Other examples are inspiring, energetic, bold, witty, You could also be knowledgeable, passionate, geeky, opinionated. So these are just adjectives that will capture that mood you're going for in that messaging. Words and phrases you want to use often are are also something that you want to incorporate in your messaging. So the words you use to describe your company, your team, your culture, your customers, your products and services, your mission, those things really reveal a lot about your brand. So choose those carefully. This is really your chance to craft memorable, evocative messages that don't go over your customers' heads, 
but stick with them for the long haul. Don't just default to whatever sounds respectable or universally accepted. Instead, come up with your own vocabulary that best aligns with your brand's values and goals. Let's let's choose some examples here. How do you want to refer to your existing customers individually and as a group? Are they customers? Are they clients? Are they buyers? Are they students, patrons, members, or maybe it's something totally different, but how, how do you refer to them? Do you want to give them a unique collective name to emphasize the community aspect of your brand? Think about that. What do you, what do you call those people? What do you call your employees? Are there any other stakeholders involved in your business? Are they vendors? Are they partners? Are they affiliates? How, how can you acknowledge and recognize them with a distinctive name? And then another thing to really think about when it comes to your brand is how do you want to express your overall mission statement or the results and outcomes created by your products and services? So I would say that you want to try to avoid vague general words like success and really make them your own. Come up with some unique terminology there. Another thing that's really important is the words and phrases that you will never use. So on the flip side, there will be some words you want to avoid as much as possible. And those will be the words and phrases that you will never use. Why? Because they communicate the wrong idea to your customers or because you just don't like them, or maybe it's both. So for example, many brands will avoid the words like cheap or free to maintain a high perceived value of everything they offer, even if it is technically cheap or free. So sometimes we will use the word free. We don't like to use the word cheap. So at the draw shop, we have like a blanket ban on high pressure overly salesy language because one, we don't believe it's effective and two, it doesn't align with our values. So we're careful about when we're going to use certain words, if it actually is conveying what we need to get across. And then if there's times that it just completely doesn't go with our brand, we're not going to use them at all. And then there's times that we not, not times, but we just absolutely won't use certain words at all. It's just a, do not say that word. So be mindful of what those are in your business, because the things you choose not to say are just as important for developing your brand voice as the ones that you shout out from the rooftops. So to create really memorable and persuasive messages, you need to, you need to have both. So you need to have a list of both of those. Okay. Now what I want to talk about is how you can create a high converting messaging strategy for yourself. And you just learned two essential building blocks of your brand voice and your customer's problem language and your distinctive brand vocabulary. These alone are going to significantly help you enhance your marketing and get great results. But a memorable, engaging brand voice is just one component of your messaging and marketing. It's not the ultimate key to success. So if you really want to crack the code for creating content that sells, then 
your brand really needs a complete messaging strategy. And that strategy is something that is fully integrated with your mission and your business objectives. It's something that is 100% aligned with your ideal customer persona. And it's laser focused on driving engagement and conversions. And if you can have this codified into a playbook that anyone at your company can understand and implement, oh my gosh, you are golden. So I will say this. The reason I'm sharing this with you is because it's something we've done at the draw shop for years. And sometimes you, there's something that you do within your company and you know, that saying, you can't see the forest through the trees. You've been sitting on something that would be so valuable to other people, but you just never even thought of sharing that. And our team got together and realized, holy cow, for years, the draw shops, internal messaging playbook that we have been using has been our number one secret weapon. It's been amazing. And it, it's been the basis of how we help our clients, but we hadn't really thought about putting it together and allowing other businesses to do the same for themselves. So we've been using this to establish an unforgettable brand presence and create revenue producing content that attracts high profile clients. And if you know some of our clients and I'm not even trying to do the name dropping thing, but we we've got some really great clients. So we work with Google, Twitter, Uber, the United Nations. We work with Lockheed Martin and dozens of others companies. And I'm just telling you that because we've been able to do that because we are, we've really nailed down how, how to produce effective marketing and content for, for these clients. And it's, it's really, I mean, that's the most important thing. We're creating something that other people are going to see and it has to be effective and it has to work. Otherwise these companies won't come back to work with us. So it's, it's been critical and it's been critical for our branding as well. And so what we decided to do, and this is really the first time ever, is showing you how you can create one for your brand. And it's it's a new step-by-step guide for, it's a playbook really, where you can do this yourself. So if you have been thinking about how can I nail down this messaging so that everybody on my team knows what to do when they send an email so that whenever they're talking about our business and our product and services to other people, we're all on the same page with the language to use that actually inspires people to take action. And so we created the messaging playbook for brand success. And it's something where you can actually do this yourself with your team and come up with not not just the two the the two strategies I just spoke about, but there's a whole lot more and it's so valuable. So if you are struggling or you feel like you need better copy, better email sequences, or you really want to attract your ideal customers with, with ease and establish your brand as the preeminent authority in your industry, and you really want to see how that can explosively grow your revenue and profits, then I would strongly suggest having a playbook for your own business. And right now we do have a whole toolkit that helps you with a number of things when it comes to your messaging. And if you want to check that out, you can go to thedrawshop.com forward slash toolkit. And you probably heard a little bit about that in 
in the midsection of this episode. I would strongly suggest checking it out. We worked really hard, our whole team putting this together, and we really want to bring we really want to to bring this tool that we have used because it's been incredible whenever we put out a blog post or whenever we put out new services or products. It's the thing that we refer to. And it's also really great for new hires to understand how, what your brand is and how to communicate it to anyone, whether it's a new partnership, your advertising, your existing customers, or even just follow-up emails. How, how is, how is your sales team communicating what you do? And it's just been, it's just been really, really awesome. And it's something too, that you can go back and, and revise if you need to, if you're like, you know what, we're kind of shifting here, but it's this great foundation. There's so many fun things in there. It's actually super, super fun to go through it because you learn so much about your real value for your clients. And it might be different than what you originally thought it was. So I would strongly suggest that you check that out. And I hope that if anything, you implement the two strategies that I just shared with you, because I really think that it's a way to find your brand voice. That's really going to resonate with your customers and something that's really likable and gets them to really be hooked on who you are and what you do. And, and even, even more so maybe weed out the people that are not a right fit for your brand. So please check that out. I'm really hoping that this is useful and that you execute on this. And even if you have something in place already and you feel pretty confident that this is your, this is your brand voice. Maybe you do. And, and if it's working well for you, then you don't even need to check this out. But if you are doubting, or if you are wondering, you know what, we're not quite attracting exactly who we want as, as our clients. We're not really, I don't think we're really resonating with them as much as we can then check this out. Or like I said, if anything, implement these two strategies, they're really great exercises. You're going to learn a ton. I hope that was helpful and I'll see you guys next time. Hey guys, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already done so, would you do me a favor and go subscribe and review this podcast? My goal is to continue to deliver you content that will really move the revenue needle in your business and give you up-to-date content on anything else that can dramatically help your business. You can also find us at thedrawshop.com slash podcasts where you can comment on the podcast or contact us directly with any issues you'd like me to address. Thanks again. I really, really appreciate you listening and I'll see you next time.